When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that keeps you edging on your seat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. <laughs> We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And, and today, and today, I'm so close. <laughs> I'm close to let's, barfing because I hate this <laughs> drink. <laughs> I don't hate it, but we're talking about champagne. We're going to talk about champagne. We're going to pop that cork. Yeah. R- uh, moving on from redo December, we redoed and did a lot of re's. And now we're moving on yeah. to doing new topics again. And yeah. the first of which is this champagne. Happy almost new year, everybody. Uh, yeah. Let's all pretend like champagne is good for a night. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, well, <laughs> um, but but first, but, oh right, we're not talking about that. Yes, but first, here's the news. Here's the news. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. Okay, news the first. So, uh, Stephen Port is the name of the grinder killer from, oh. yeah, from from uh, the UK, I guess. So, he murdered Anthony Walgate, Gabriel Kovari, Daniel Whitworth, and Jack Taylor with fatal doses of the drug GHB between June 2014 and September of 2015 and sexually assaulted many other men and became known as the grinder killer. Now, it's Jesus. relevant now because this week on BBC One, on Monday the 3rd, a four, sorry, a three-part BBC series called Four Lives is premiering. That's a dramatization of the Grinder Killer and all of the stuff surrounding that. Stephen Merchant, if you know who Stephen Merchant is, he's the tall gangly fucker with, with the cute accent, um, <laughs> is, 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 is playing Stephen Port. And uh, he, it, I, it, there's this interesting article about like, how do you sign up to play that kind of a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you, how do you, how do you do that? And part, he said for him, part of his process was to not meet with him. Stephen Port is still alive, is in prison, and he totally could have gone and met this person that he was then to portray in this dramatization. And he's like, nah, 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 fam, not doing that. Yeah, yeah, that seems so creepy. I think about like people having to portray like getting shot or whatever. Like, I, I, I would want to make it realistic, but I also don't want to watch someone getting shot to know if I'm doing it good. So, like, I don't know. Ugh. Yep. Yep. Um. So he said that he and the show's creators were, quote, not particularly interested in the psychology of Port and what led him to commit his horrific crimes. There's a sense that we don't want to indulge him with that level of Hannibal Lecter focus and intrigue. You know, he's a banal, scary murderer. I didn't want to editorialize. Even though Stephen Port perhaps comes over as creepy, I didn't set out to make him creepy. I just thought this seems like a very banal, slightly childlike man. Um... Anyway, so 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 yeah, I, I think there's there's a few things that are interesting here, right? Like the process of how do you sign up to play that kind of a person? This person actually exists in in the world. It's a dramatization, but it's you know based on on things that happen in real life. And I'm very interested to see how they handle the gay shit, mm, right? Yeah, like 
central to the plot of this thing is going to be the fact that this dude was 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 luring and then murdering gay men yeah um it, it's it's hard to know uh, apparently they're going to focus on the families of these men in 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 the in the in the script hmm. and um i would think they'd be at least focusing on the men themselves that's interesting yeah um yeah i I don't know i mean merchant also said that in in four in four lives this this series the murders are not shown on screen and um that the series is quote very much about the aftermath and so i I, that's oh interesting yeah yeah so anyway yeah it's uh i'm i'm interested to see how they handled it i'm interested in 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 seeing it i and uh steven merchant i haven't seen him in something in a really long time um It'll be. I have no idea who that is. Do I know I, who that is? It's just he's British and famous. It's fine. Okay. That uh, narrows it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, if you have access to uh, BBC One and uh, watch the series n- next week, please, please let me know because I don't know if we'll have access. Oh, whatever. I'll hack the internet. It'll be fine. <laughs> don't steal content, kids. It's piracy. Okay. News the second. <laughs> Except if you're also if you steal our show, then also share it. Also, it's free. That is silly. Yep. Kyle, cut cut all that. <laughs> um. Okay. Indiana school district Pendleton Heights High School refused to allow students to create a gay straight alliance group or GSA. The students then sued the school for the right to be treated like all other clubs. Oh. And. A judge on Wednesday issued a preliminary injunction ruling that the school must allow the GSA to exist, fundraise, advertise, and be listed in the school handbook. Yeah, fuck you, school. Yeah, fuck you, school. And one more example, Gen Z is going to save the world, everybody. I've been, I thought about it, uh, like, and I I also agree that, like... uh, kids these days are doing shit that i would never like uh, to to like sue your school is like such a risky proposition and like scary and dangerous and i would have never done that also that must be a lot of pressure to be like yo no adult is doing anything (laughs) like that yeah that must be terrifying sorry people younger than like what how old do they get to be i don't know in high school up to 18 no Um, i mean i know how okay (laughs) i don't know what how old are D- Gen Z? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man. they're like anybody under twenty or something. Yeah, S- sorry, people who who still have a one in front of your age. Yeah, it sucks. It's currently nine nine to twenty four are the ages for Gen Z. Mm, Great. And millennials go up to forty now. Wow, I'm like so in my on my Pokemon card. I've I have a couple of Gen Z <laughs> notches now. <laughs> That's not good. I should not admit to that. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, cut that. Kyle, cut that. No. Um, yeah. So the ACLU got involved. And so it wasn't like the kids like making this lawsuit totally themselves. But uh, they they sought help and, and the ACLU jumped in. And uh, yeah, so, um, quote, we are hoping that public schools throughout the state will take notice and forego future challenges by providing equal treatment to all student groups. Yeah, treat treat everyone equally and you won't have to get your ass sued. Yeah, this reminds me of this is a weird spot to do it. Can I read an email we got about a school thing? Sure. Yeah, do it. It's like vaguely news. We got an email um, from I guess I'll just say 
Cindy, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Um, uh, hey Gage Podcast, I absolutely adore, adore your show. I'm not usually one to reach out to people I don't know, but I wanted Kyle to know that his good old suburb of Katie is acting a fool right now. In, in Mike's words, their bullshit is bullshit. They have blocked certain LGBTQ plus websites from their internet server, including what? the Trevor Project, the Montrose Center, uh, which is a Houston-based um, I mean, go to... ahead and block Manhunt. I get that, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't give kids access to sex. To sketchy sex. Um, to the website, sketchy sex. Um, uh, <laughs> including the... This is very serious. Sorry. Including the... No, I don't know. Uh, including the Trevor Project, the Montreux Center, and the Human Rights Campaign and the Advocate. You'd think a... J- You'd think a gentle ask and a little legwork on their part would be met with, at the very least, a compromise, but so far there has been no change. None of you are a stranger to how important these resources resources are to teens, especially teens who fear visiting the sites at home. So I wanted to share a link to a petition some amazing kids in KDISD put together to bring awareness and hopefully some assistance and change. Here's the link. It is not useful for me to read it to you, but here I go. C-H-N-G dot I-T slash J-Z-N-G p y z h k seven um did you just have a stroke what is happening (laughs) (laughs) no it's like i'm doing the verbal thing of smashing my keyboard uh it's not a it's not a friendly link but i'll um maybe i'll post it in our like group or discord or shit um love you guys podcast.com forward slash help no oh no we're not gonna post it we're not not gonna post this to a help this is not gonna help you mentally or physically but we'll post it somewhere uh remember remember when we used to do posts to our site like it was a blog at the very beginning yeah Mm. like we we were like here's the things we looked up that was yeah that quickly changed (laughs) yeah thank you past us for not doing that anymore yeah that was a bad (laughs) idea uh but i wanted to say uh, nice oh i love you guys look forward to your show every week hope your mom's vagina is doing well um thanks (laughs) <laughs> thanks cindy yeah i'll post that anyway that re- just reminded me of that and i completely forgot to like i wanted to include that and mention it and another case of literally blocking like life-saving websites like the trevor project that's so shitty hey katie texas get your fucking shit together yeah. dick bags yeah you dick bags <laughs> okay back to you <laughs> uh news the last yeah news the last so archbishop desmond tutu Nobel Peace Prize no. laureate. No. What? Say his real last name. <laughs> Tutu. No. Arch- Archbishop Tutu. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> you, tell me you know that Desmond Tutu was a person. Mm. All right, mm. great. He fought apartheid uh, and what tirelessly fought to overturn South Africa's system of institutionalized racism. He passed away on Sunday at the age of 90. He won the Nobel Peace Prize for his work. Certainly not for last, for his last name. Right. Yep. 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 Um, but he also was a huge gay rights activist and or at, at least ally. And uh, that is... That is why I bring him up in the news, not just because he's important and died, but because, um, for instance, in July 2013, he um, he said, quote, I would refuse to go to a homophobic heaven. No, I would say. Sorry. I mean, I would much rather go to the other place. <laughs> I would not worship a God who is homophobic. And that is how deeply I feel about this. I cannot keep quiet when people are penalized for something about which they can do nothing. I am as passionate about this campaign as I ever was about apartheid. For me, it is at the same level. 
Um, he got a lot of flack for that from his other African and Anglican church leaders. But, uh, but, but yeah, he, he really did. Um, he, he stuck up for us in, in public ways. And I, I really appreciate him and his, his contributions and, uh, a very important person. And he went by his drag name. That's yeah, exactly. So impressive. <laughs> exactly. <It's> very supportive. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so his daughter also did LGBTQ work or does LGBTQ work. And, uh, she said, quote, I had the good extreme fortune, extreme good fortune of growing up in a household with parents who were very clear about their faith and very clear about full inclusion of all people in all respects of our communal life. And that was regardless of gender and gender identity and regardless of sexual orientation. So thank you to the tutus. For, yeah. <laughs> for the work they do for us. And thank yeah. you to the daughter of 222. Yep. That's the news. This has been the news. Um, I would like to also thank the following people who advocate for LGBT rights by giving us money. Um, yep. The following Patreon members. Daniel McNair. I like people's names have Mick in them. It makes it sound so fancy. Um, Are K- you going to go Kyle McGetz? Kyle McGetzertons. <laughs> um, Kay Edwards. I had a professor in college. Named Professor Edwards, Doctor uh, Edwards. Maybe this is Professor Edwards. Uh, Brandon Bubbles. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Corey, just Corey, just Corey, and okay. it, with whoop. a C or with a K. <gasps> C with an E in it toward no the end. C O R Y. I'm suspect. Okay. <laughs> About what? <laughs> no E, then What's you it? get no D. <laughs> um, and John Azell. Uh, Az- Great. I also have a Z in my name, John Azell. We're the same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you want to join and get bonus content, this one, I usually don't plug the Patreon content this far up in the episode, but Dan's going to do some plugging of a, uh, with, <laughs> of his own. And I'm, I don't, if he lives, we'll post it. And yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious about how this kind of backdoor, I don't know, thing is going to go. So, <laughs> He's going to put champagne up his ass, Kyle. <laughs> I was, was going to do the illusion and the mystery, but sure, yeah. Um, if I, I die, will you promise that you'll put it on the dark web or something? Can I be yes. the new faces of death? Yeah, <laughs> we'll just go to like what darkweb.com and then post great, it yeah. there. Okay, no. okay, great. <laughs> um, if you want to get that and other bonus content, go to gayish. Nope, go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Wow. Do you want to talk about champagne? Let's talk about champagne. A a word I cannot type correctly on the first try ever, 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 just ever. It's always campaign. And I like don't know. I can't make it. Can't make my fingers do the right thing on the first try. Well, so I get it confused because University of Illinois is in Urbana Champagne or Champagne Urbana and uh, UIUC. So Urbana Champagne. They spell champagne incorrectly. Don't at me. You're spelling it wrong, you hmm. fuckers. And uh, but because I used to work there, sort of, I oh. I I saw that word a lot and had to type it a lot. And now my muscle memory is always like, "What the fuck are you trying to do?" <laughs> um. Yeah. So 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 so. I'm going to tell you about the history of champagne, Kyle. Shut the fuck up. No way. Okay. I, I, Great. I lo- <laughs> You're so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> quite the quite the actors so yes. 
um, champagne, in case you've been having your head up your ass or whatever. Mike, are you going to explain what champagne is? Fuck you. Well, sk- no, we're not explaining to people what champagne is. No, but what I want to get to is the part oh. where, where like douchebags will tell you like, oh, oh. it's sparkling wine from oh, the right, champagne right, right. region of France. And like, you, you're that douchebag. You're the douchebag that would do that, right? Isn't that the kind of shit you love? I absolutely would. Totally. <laughs> okay. okay. For sure. But not about this. Because really? Like if you like if you call something if you call something Kleenex long enough, sure you might be you might be right. It's that's the brand and not the 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 facial tissue is what it should be called. But at some point, you're just you're just, it's just wrong. Like like prescriptivism is dead. The language has evolved. Call it champagne if you want to. I give zero fucks. Now, and like the- most of the time, I'm not trying to communicate a really specific thing about the region. Like I, I'm trying to get across that this is a bubbly, gross tasting beverage that I'm, <laughs> that I'm drinking. You know, like that's all you need to know. And yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I just like like I do for our show, like Googled gay champagne. And one of the first mm-hmm. things that popped up was this um, uh, a Reddit post about how like uh, gay champagne is sparkling sparkling wine with a limp wrist from the champagne region of france anything else is just sparkling homosexuality (laughs) i love that yeah um so how long do you think champagne's been around kyle uh since jesus turned water into champagne for the gays for the gay disciples i think you're about 1500 years off i was Um, that's very close considering the magnitude of time itself that's that's like nothing yeah that's true the universe has been around for 14 billion ish years so um yeah so champagne does indeed come from or is named for the champagne region of france but they did not get started making wine that had bubbles in it first um and this is how I make it gay, right? Like history doesn't history doesn't always have a gay thing in it, but but the, this does, I, I promise. So, but I do the the Romans planted vineyards in this part of France, which is in the northeast of France, and um, about the fifth century, give or take. And there was a unpopular proclamation that this emperor Domitian made that. Um, to rip up all of the wine uh, wine grapes and it really made an impact on the way that things were produced but um so emperor probus who was after him <laughs> said nah it's cool make all the wine you want to so they built a temple to bacchus in champagne and bacchus is like where bacchanalia comes from mm. and uh, is another name for the god Dionysus. So I wanted to talk to you about Dionysus real quick. Okay, sure. Dionysus is the Greek god of wine and therefore also champagne. But Dionysus was also the god of intersex and trans people. No way. Yeah. And Dionysus is... god. Right? Those are cool things to be the god of. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, In fact, maybe I'll get a Dionysus tattoo. Like, reading into this... I'm afraid that maybe that's appropriation because I'm not trans or intersex, but like, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> um, he also was known for like banging dudes. Yes. Yes, Dan. I, I didn't unclick quick enough to say or Greek. You're not Greek either. Right. Yeah, that's which, true. I'm not. <laughs> which is the culture you would be appropriating, arguably. Yeah. I mean, but like Greek mythology, like taking shit from Greek mythology. Everyone's done that. 
even the Simpsons do that. Yeah. And he's also gay? Yeah. So he has banged at least, well, okay. So he's banged at least two dudes and and agreed to bang a third. So oh, that's he, like you this year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, a, I'm seeing a good, it. A, a good year for Dionysus. Um, <laughs> so male lovers of the god Dionysus included the satyr Ampelos. Uh, call it to scott mcquiston um mm-hmm. but uh uh which satyrs usually had were like half animals so apparently he's a little bit down with the bestiality too but anyway <laughs> um he banged adonis as in oh. adonis oh. which adonis's belt is another name for cum gutters which i'm pretty excited oh, about. oh i didn't um, know that yeah and uh he also okay so he wanted he wanted to go to Hades for some reason. There's a story in in mythology. He was guided by the shepherd Prosimnus, who said, "Sure, I'll show you the way there if you fuck me." Mm. <laughs> and so Dionysus agreed. And um, so, oh, he was also the god of partying, which that's you know. Wow. <laughs> uh, when Prosimnus died before getting to fuck him. Oh. <laughs> tragic dionysus made a wooden phallus to ritually fulfill the promise which that sounds like he used it as a dildo (laughs) wait to to fuck himself with or fuck the dead corpse yeah so so he did his whole trip to hades or whatever i assume it's like costco and then prosimnus died before dionysus could make good on his part of the deal and fuck him so he made a wooden phallus in honor of Persimnus and to ritually fulfill the promise, which I'm assuming means he put that wood dildo in his ass. Yeah, but that only is useful if it's like modeled after Persimnus's dick. Like, is this the first ever like OnlyFans style? Like, I made a mold of my dick that I sell online. Buy it. Like, maybe I mean, he's, was a- he's a god. Why not? I, that's true. Or like carve Persimnus in, in, in memory. Get get some ridges for his pleasure. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's Dionysus. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited about Dionysus. Uh, anyway, so so champagne champagne after the after this this it, the emperorship changed hands and then uh, they put this temple to Bacchus up and they immediately started making a bunch of wine and um so Dom Perignon is quite famous. A lot of people mistakenly think that he invented champagne. He did not. Hmm. He was a monk, which that. I hmm. never that never connected the dots for me. I mean, being a monk is not not gay, um, <laughs> and uh, but I always thought that Dom Perignon because it's still a brand that is out there. I figured it was a you know a, a merchant or a businessman or or you know a, a family name. No, he's just a um, just a monk. They did a lot of work in wine, but um, hmm. uh, yeah, he just he died and has a special place that he was buried and. Um, then Moet and Chandon started making Dom Perignon as a brand of champagne and sells it. So anyway, the oldest recorded sparkling wine is Blanquette de Limoux. Limoux? That's what French cows say. Limoux. Limoux. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was invented by the Benedictine monks in the Abbey of San... Uh, sorry, Sa- I'm not paying... Okay, I'm back and focused. I was is, so funny just that I distracted it, it, myself. Okay, it, go ahead. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh god who i'm with you i'm present some canadian listeners are very either happy or pissed oh, off right no. now i'm not sure which 
um, anyway, so the 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 Benedictine monks invented it in Carcassonne in 1531. So that's the oldest like the oldest champagne is 1531. Hmm. So early champagnes, especially, it's all about like the bubbles go in there because they ferment it twice, and that. I don't. I don't understand the chemistry, Kyle. I'm not a chemistry person. Oh. Dan, Dan probably does because he's got like degrees in that shit. But um, he has a degree in champagne. Let's wow. let's go with that. Champagne and like bugs or something. I think are his two degrees. Yep, champagne <laughs> and bugs. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then they they really champagne really started having its heyday in the 17th century because it started being marketed as a drink for royalty especially for royalty at special mm-hmm. occasions and um which royalty not not gay i mean there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of a gay gay royalty shit it's very royalty is very camp right the big yeah. julie hats and and crazy outfits and and yeah, like lo- everything's lots like of anal sex and like, <laughs> is that what royalty does <laughs> i assume so <laughs> um and then it was uh, about the 19th century so you know industrial revolution um that uh champagne started being marketed to women which i think also like a lot of gay stuff is kind of like champagne then gathers this aura of being effeminate or or femi and 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 so the gays flock to it that happens yeah. over and over again right yeah yeah absolutely yeah that was my that was that was that was i mean the history of champagne whatever. that was a journey i know right um yeah. I, I yeah i was gonna ask and, and you kind of said like yeah to me champagne does have a gay vibe to it because yeah. and you know the the history of that sounds like as you mentioned yeah shit that's marketed towards women also then tends to be gay uh, a gay yeah. stereotype but like yeah it's like the the you know the dumb thing about drinks where straight dudes aren't allowed to order drinks that like taste good or look cool or are any color you know other than like gr- like brown or whatever like that uh, a drink with champagne in it is like not something that a gay or a, a straight dude is you know allowed to order or yeah even just like i i would not expect to see a straight dude just order a glass of champagne for drinking or even a mimosa for that matter right like really i thought those would like kind of cross the line of like now that brunch is for everyone mimosas kind of made that transition as well into being Mm. for everyone maybe i don't know i don't know Uh, okay so so i i don't drink white wine typically but i do drink champagne and i do drink prosecco um and i'm not sure maybe the bubbles just make it gay enough for me to enjoy Mm. i'm not sure but white wine's not not gay i don't know anyway do you do you actually do you actively like champagne yeah i i I will buy prosecco at costco because kirkland brand prosecco is cheap and and quite good in my opinion Um, me too i'll I'll drink a lot of it with Mm. or without orange juice um Yeah, I even drink champagne without the orange juice sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, like it though. I, it's fine. It, it's like a yeah, it makes sense of like it being a royalty thing. It seems like something for like celebrations, like New Year's, for example. Uh, I don't, you know, who knows why? Somehow it was tied to that of being something that you that you used to celebrate. I would also, yeah, I would buy it for like a celebration for someone or a what. 
Well, I, I skipped a whole bunch of, of like history stuff is always problematic because there's like a fuck ton of it. And I never know if people are even fucking interested and you make that face that like you're not you're not. <laughs> but uh, so champagne at some point got associated with christenings. It was something that you drank at the birth of a child. And mm. New Year's Eve in a lot of history has been represented as an old man dying and a baby being born. You would see December 31st, the old man dies and November or January 1st, the, the, the baby is born. And uh, so there's a lot of like birth and and babies and therefore champagne because that was the drink mm. for for um for, for baby stuff. Interesting. I hear babies Anyways, love champagne too. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. I'll drink it because I'll, I'm a, I'm a drink slut that way. I'll kind of yeah, drink I, anything, but like, I don't think it's that good, especially yeah. on its own. Like I, I really like mimosas, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you're right. Maybe mimosas are gay. That is a gay thing. Like if a gay said they didn't like mimosas, I would be, that would be like, okay i mean look at the menu if there's brunch on the menu advertised as brunch there's like a 50 percent it's gay but if that place sells bottomless mimosas or mimosas by the pitcher it's a fucking gay bar right (laughs) they it's so rare to find bottomless mimosas and then like everyone gets to make the joke about like it's it's not bottomless because i'm here you know like that kind of shit which is funny Um, it's it's illegal in washington kyle to not have a bottom with you at all times correct bottoms for safety (laughs) you're you're you're, you're required to have your bottom with you at all times don't let them go by themselves they'll wander away and sit on something big um you're not allowed to do bottomless mimosas no you can't charge like like you you can't you can't say an infinite amount of alcohol for this price that's not how it works that's i've been to places like they had a time cap on it like i've been to places that do that though even like uh like beer festivals here they have to do some kind of a currency like like tokens or um a ticketing system of some kind you can't you can't just charge one price and say all of the whatever you can drink go for it um like uh, w- the most recent one i remember which is a while ago the guys from x-rated movies i think we met up with them um and went to a bottomless mimosa place yeah i'm pretty sure those got all shut down it was a big like oh like it's it's a it happened recently or something. A lot of places asked for permission rather than, or for forgiveness rather than permission. Oh, that's smart. Should I tell you stuff about champagne? Yeah, sure. Hit me. Um, hit you baby one more time with actually these songs. I, uh, tiny bubbles in wine. It's a great song. I don't know what that is. What is well, that? Now it's going on the list. I guess so. I'm not. It doing... makes me feel happy. Makes me feel fine. Kyle. Uh, I still don't. What is that? It's a song. I'll put it on. That's, I'll put it on. That's put, helpful. Thanks. I'll put, it, I'll put it on our Spotify list, and then you okay. won't listen to it. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I put a bunch of champagne-related songs on our playlist uh, preemptively, so I could play them for you. So, hmm. except it won't let me. S- well, while you're doing that, I'll tell you one more thing from history. Oh, okay. You know how you hit the side of a boat with champagne. You smash oh, a bottle yeah. of champagne on the hull of a ship. That actually comes from the tradition about babies. When a baby's born, you drink champagne. This brand new boat is also a baby that's being oh. birthed into the ocean. So you smack champagne on it. 
I mean, if you're really rich, you smash the baby on the side of the boat. And if they live, then you're going to have four more weeks of winter, I think. Yeah. Am, I the, am I the only one that thinks what a waste of champagne? Like, <laughs> Drink that. You could have the bottle. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, do the baby instead of the champagne. The champagne is useful. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you good? Did we solve? Okay. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> First uh, champagne-related song. Because I dropped your hand while dancing, left you out there standing, crestfallen on the land in champagne problems. Your mom's ring in your pocket, my picture in your wallet, your heart was glass, I dropped it, champagne problems. Do you know who that is? Did that sound familiar? Sounded like multiple white ladies at the same time. Oh, that's right. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> you, you, you got it. I, I'm so proud of myself for not knowing that. <laughs> yeah, some white lady. Um, that was uh on her album, like Evermore or folk stuff or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh. I just wrote down pause for mic reaction. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to say. Great. I don't hate her. What What do you her then? I'm just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so many of the songs, the popular songs that I found about champagne are all people that like are around the gay area, but not gay themselves. It was very interesting. So like Taylor Swift, of course, like ever since that one video with Jonathan Van Ness in it, um, plus all the other gays uh, has been trying to be all LGBT friendly, but like, didn't, you know, we, we know her, we've talked about her and her LGBT uh, support. Um, So there's that. Here's another one that you know of, we've talked about and is not gay himself, but you know, That is Nick Jonas. Yeah, it is. Just in my face. <laughs> Great. Got that in there. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I like that song. That's a good song. Um, yeah, we, he has the, you know, he, he always plays gay characters. He has this weird thing with gays. I, I like started to like, it was a conspiracy that I have that like champagne is like people that are like in and around the gay community, but not gay themselves that like sing about champagne because it's just like, anyway, uh, Drake has a oh. song uh, called... You know, he, you know what, Kyle? Hey, Kyle. Hey, hey, Mike. He could also sit on my face. Uh, right? <laughs> um, he has a song called Champagne Poetry. Ooh. Champagne Poetry. These are the effortless flows, supposedly something else is controlling me. Under her pictures live some of the greatest quotes for me. Under me, I see all the people that claim they over me. I was like, ah, there's nothing gay about Drake, except, you know, in our dreams. Um, but 
the apparently okay two things that i found when i just did a little bit of searching apparently the um his like fifth number one hit was called nice for what which i had never heard of so my bad um but big frida is in the beginning of that yeah um and hey mike when we're in new orleans next hopefully pride 48 happens this year and when we're down in new orleans we should see if we can find big frida we should just like hunt her down yeah like where in the world is carmen san diego but for (laughs) big frida just look (laughs) where in nola is big frida Okay, also, my new favorite thing, though, is I kept looking about shit uh, about Drake, and in the song uh, from this same album that Champagne Poetry's on, there's there's a song called Girls Want Girls, where he says, quote, say that you a lesbian, girl, me too. Staying at your dress because it's see-through, yeah, talking out of shit that you done been through, yeah, say that you a lesbian, girl, me too. And apparently, I missed this. So then, apparently, you're not a lesbian. Apparently, like queer Twitter was like Drake just came out as a he him lesbian, <laughs> and they were so fucking excited. Like I just was looking up this, uh, looking up things about him, and I, like read like Drake is a lesbian. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so the site intomore.com like just had all these things. Like so excited that Drake. So you know, not right, but like came out as a lesbian and is a he him lesbian. So that's exciting for him. Beautiful. <laughs> and then they posted pictures of Drake, and it was like this picture hits different, knowing he's a lesbian. A lesbian? Like, it's just yeah. like seeing pictures of him and then being like, "This is a lesbian thing." Like they were like, "Yeah, this kind of adds up." Um, okay, the next champagne song is. that is from in the heights uh the musical was a movie you know by lin-manuel miranda uh again like he is not gay himself, but like musicals are kind of gay. Uh, one of the I singer- think he's honorary gay at this point. Is he? Do yeah. Anyone who like does musical shit, we're like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this song, the song is a duet sung by Melissa Barrera and Anthony Ramos, and Anthony Ramos was in A Star Is Born. Oh, again, like not explicitly gay, but like it's well, just like I mean in the gay arena. I mean, yeah. Bradley Cooper being with Lady Gaga, I hope, isn't the gayest thing he's done, but it's up there. <laughs> it's pretty gay. I hope yeah. it's not the gayest thing he's done. I say that about so many straight dudes. I mean, um, uh, now we're going to get into like lesser known but better champagne songs. So uh, this is by Jessica Hammond, and it's m- my new favorite song. you know what what i would pick that song out for you oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that for me. Um, <laughs> Jessica Hammond is a tomboy from Northern Ireland. Apparently she was on The Voice um, as like the youngest contestant. She was on uh, Disney UK's talent search. Um, maybe that's why no one knows about it. Um, she, but she has like so few. She has uh, considering how her songs are so good they're so dancey and and like very much in the gay kind of space as you said you would pick yeah. that for me which like usually means yeah. that the song's pretty gay but she only has like four thousand subscribers on youtube she has like twenty thousand followers on like twitter and instagram so like i'm calling this get it get in on the, i'm calling this uh, me and the voice both equally powerful you know things <laughs> in the music community but she's like she's gonna be big stay on top of her um, not literally. Let let her decide. Yeah, that, that, yeah, what Drake's job? <laughs> <laughs> um, she's not. She's not any kind of queer though. She's just like yeah. you know. She's like hovering in that area. And then the last one, which I really like too. That is uh, Malia Sivets. Uh, that is Champagne Clouds. Listen to the acoustic version if you're going to, because that's far better. Um, but uh, it's that is, is a genuinely good song. She has a really great voice. Um, it's it's touching and and you know weird that it's about champagne, but like slow and moving. But apparently, she had a song in 2020, which was merely a year ago, um, called "Broke Boy." Not a billionaire, but a dope boy. Used to give him cash so we could get some gas. Cause he know how to give me that old boy. D- did you wait? Did you make a noise because you've heard of that? No, I was thinking oh. about all the dates I've been going on, and I'm pretty sure they're all broke. Oh, you should <laughs> you should jam out to this one because it's like I don't care if you're broke, like it's cool, like oh cool, you have five dollars, like that's what the song. Is. <laughs> Great, so, uh, I think that's a quote, quote, direct quote from the song. Got a five dollar bill, put your hands up. Um, I read that in Instinct magazine called it. Uh, an anthem to the LGBT community, or it was oh. like this is beco- becoming an, uh, an LGBT anthem for the summer, which I had never heard of. And the, the, the interviewer asked her about that, and she had nothing to say. Like that seems like it opens the door to talk about LGBT shit or, or anything. And she was like, "He was like, how do you feel? This is becoming a you know an LGBT anthem." She's like, oh, I, "It's really great. I never expected it, and it's really fun, and I'm so glad." And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. I guess. <laughs> you don't have to that's fine you don't have to be um um so i kept finding these songs and looking up these artists and it's like it seems like a straight thing to sing about champagne and like but not a gay thing i don't know it was i got very confused so if you have um i found one very very small no one probably would have heard of it song about champagne by actual uh queer people and it is hold on let me open up Bandcamp so i can play this for you <laughs> great they have not been active since like five seven years ago but it's artist called queer rocket and the song is called human rights champagne fund Ooh! so they are critiquing hrc sure yeah yeah 
Preparing for the human rights champagne fun. Form the dress required, of course. You would want the riffraff in the intimate right. Come see all the quality your precious pink dollars that bought this year. Well, can I critique that blatant just plagiarism at the beginning? Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. Wait, why? What is that? That's just, da, 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 that's a, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. I thought she meant the speech. I was like, wow, that's um. So if you can hear too all that at the beginning, it opens with someone saying, "Welcome to the annual fundraising dinner for the Human Rights Champagne Fund. Formal dress required, of course. We wouldn't want the riff, the riffraff getting in. Am I right? Come to see all the equality your precious pink dollars have bought this year. Um, other yeah. other quotes uh, from the song. I'm so tired of your homonormativity. Where's all your cash when queer kids get bashed? Also in the song, you act like gay marriage is the only oppression left. Uh, And last one that I pulled, you say you're fighting the good fight to get us equal rights, but people are on the streets dying every single night. Uh, So critiquing HRC's, um, uh, you know, more, uh, more for the like socially acceptable queer people, like white gays and lesbians that have money and focusing on kind of the marriage aspect. Um, yeah. Uh, so a question though, mm-hmm. I, I see those perspectives. This is not the only context in which similar dynamics are present. Mm-hmm. And that's what that organization is for. Like you can't show up at somebody else's party and then tell them why they're stupid for having it. Like I think the, if, if it's l- making enough noise that it's disturbing you, it, you can. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. But like to, to, to cr- criticize an organization for doing exactly what it says it's for is problematic. I, I think. disagree. I think so, it's- start your own fucking organization that does what you wanted to do then. Like, I'm, uh, I think it's totally fair to critique the mission of an organization, especially when it becomes one of the like HRC glad, like, you know, two of the biggest LGBT organizations and things that people think of, they think of representing LGBT people. And to like, I think it's fair to say, like, are you focused on the right things for our community? And uh, yeah, I think it's totally fair. And to you're allowed to critique it and not need to like, to you don't have to then start your own organization to have the you know ability to critique it and and point out some of the issues um so i think it's you know i think they can hrc can do helpful stuff and also can uh you know we can learn like we can um understand what some of the faults might be so that we know what you know how best we want where we want our money to go to mm-hmm. when we're supporting them so that is from the album Home Bodies, surprisingly not made during the pandemic. Again, that was like back in 2015, but would have been a perfect. Uh, but um, if you want to listen to more of them, queerrocket.bandcamp.com. Cool. So those are my those are my champagne songs. Dan, you, you have, have a question. Oh, yeah, Dan. <laughs> Can I introduce you to the song I was thinking you were going to? Yes. So yeah. um, there's this... Uh, pretty famous trans woman named Amanda Lepore. She's a model, actress, singer, performance artist. She was very big in the club kid scene, uh, late 80s, early 90s. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. And she wrote a song called Champagne that goes a little something like this. I drink champagne in the morning. I drink champagne in the afternoon. 
afternoon. I drink champagne in the bubble bath. I drink champagne in my dressing room. I drink champagne in the morning. I drink champagne in the afternoon. I drink champagne in the bubble bath. I drink champagne in my dressing room. You get the idea. Ooh, yeah. It's about champagne, I take it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a little more lighthearted yeah. than the last one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. If, if anyone else knows of any actual queer champagne, it's just like such a weird market that straight people have cornered considering the like the gay like we both have these kind of like gay vibes about champagne and then straight yeah. people have like that. I, I think, I don't know. I don't know if the, there's like, if I'm making too much of it, if there's like a thing here where straight people who are in and around the LGBT community grab things that are not gay, but feel gay that like, and they kind of like, yeah, they, they like have the market on also the, the fact that there's a phrase champagne problems has really made it conducive for straight people to who don't want to work too hard to write songs about it. So like, yeah. good, that's for, good for you, Taylor. Um, or Robin Leach, the champagne wishes and caviar dreams or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I thought uh, w- one, one thing that came up is uh, I used to cover an Oasis song called Champagne Supernova. Yeah. And, um, like that's the broiest straight band that's ever broed, right? I like, loved them when I was in high school. Yeah. The lead singer of Oasis, I guess, like said something about, I was looking them up and then I was like, I have to stop looking up songs about champagne. Like at some point I need to draw the line yeah. and not do this anymore. I have yeah. to like work and do other things in my life. Um, but the Gallagher brothers, Liam and Noel. Oh, yeah. They're not the ones that smash watermelons, right? No, okay. That's no, that's uh, Billy Corrigan. That's. <laughs> I can't believe you even know that reference to the watermelon smashing guy. That's oh, that's uh, from my brother, my brother and me. I do not myself know it. I know when enough people reference it on other things, then I know about it. Good I Lord. Don't... Uh, I don't know who who's Billy Corrigan and what does he have to do he's with the, watermelons? He's the, he's the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> oh, that was very funny. I'm sorry I didn't give you enough credit for that. It's, it's, I ah oh, man, I should know that because the Simpsons reference Billy Corrigan, Smashing Pumpkins, Homer Simpson smiling politely. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I, I have a couple of random champagne things to say. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, Marilyn Monroe, who's not not gay, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. F- famous famous target for drag queens, um, famous dress wearer. Yeah, apparently, apparently, she once took a bath in three hundred and fifty bottles of champagne poured out. Which damn, that's pretty baller. Who who's the like the bottle opener for her? That that has to be a tedious job. Boy, that person's hands must have hurt. After I know, that. right? At least, hopefully, they got a swig or two in there. Um, let's see. What did you thing- do with it? Would you drink? Would you have drank that if you're you're Marilyn Monroe in, you know, so many bottles of in the bathtub? Would you like, you know, just take a little sip? What was the site where we the dirty underwear was being sold? That we were talking about like <laughs> yeah. I guarantee that you could bucket that shit up and sell it on there oh for God. a lot. There's probably like some super fancy auction that like only rich people know about where they're selling 
like re-bottled Marilyn Monroe champagne Just bath water. Just champagne, pour it down Nick Jonas and sell it to me. That's <gasps> what I want in my life. Oh my God. He Ooh. would be like pandering <laughs> enough to do that too. Oh my mm-hmm, God. I want to mm-hmm. lick champagne off his body. Yep. Yep. That's the next best thing. Uh, the other thing, the other thing <laughs> to talk about is uh, champagne glasses. Mm-hmm. The like, there's flutes, right, which are tall and, and skinny. But then there's the other kind that, like, you can hold in your hand. It not, not dissimilar from this glass, actually. That I'm that I'm drinking. Out of. Dan has one. We'll put a, a a picture of it. But the the wide one that supposedly is a woman's boob. Are you are you familiar with that? That it's women's rumor. Boobs. I've heard I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that there's the, the there's the most likely apocryphal belief that that shape of glass is molded to Marie Antoinette's boob or other like uh, a couple of baronesses that it might be, but like that shape is supposed to be her boob which is all bullshit it's all fucking marketing bullshit was her her nipple in the middle of her boob like that (laughs) i'm picturing a boob where it's just like right in the middle of it instead of where it should be and it's like what hop why did why why is your nipple in the middle instead of down a little bit this rumor was perpetuated by somebody who has not seen boobs i (laughs) really believe that I, that's, um, that sounds like me in junior high where i'm trying to be cool it's like hey <laughs> hey guys doesn't this glass look like a boob and yeah. it's like no <laughs> like no but the boobs are cool though right guys like yeah boobs everybody. are great right yeah. <laughs> uh the last like random fact that i couldn't make a segment out of um <laughs> Usually, champagne comes in two sizes of bottles. Standard bottles are 750 milliliters, and magnums are a liter and a half, which I would like a magnum in my life in more than one way. Um, like an uh, ice cream bar? Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. apparently, apparently, magnums are uh, thought to be higher quality, which I think is interesting, because usually oh. you expect like something that's made in bulk to be less less good, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's less oxygen in the bottle. And... Um, but guess, guess, Kyle, in liters, the largest bottle available of champagne. In liters. Uh, like that you could actually go and buy. Like there might have been like novelty bottles that were larger or get made or whatever. But like like you could go, you could buy this. Like um, four liters? It's a, it's a, it's a great, a great a great guess so it sounds wrong though <laughs> it's wrong um so house house Drapier, uh sells a melchizedek bottle that is 30 liters that is almost almost um that's almost eight gallons fuck me that's champagne in one bottle wow man pretending that is your dick must be very difficult <laughs> you know when you pop it and it's like coming out and you're like it's my dick that's well, yeah that's is the cork like a fist or like- <laughs> that sounds, that sounds, is it like as tall as me that sounds like how do you how do you fit so much in <laughs> in something good lord um yeah anyway there's random champagne facts that couldn't <laughs> couldn't make an entire segment i want to i want to go back and make my joke about the they you know, you'd think things that are like mass produced in big sizes uh, would be lower quality. And I should have said yeah. like, like the Kardashians, they made right. so many of them. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. The if real housewives. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lay off my, you can talk about any other C, any other city except Beverly Hills. Okay. 
can I tell you about something that has a, a cohesive narrative? <laughs> sure. Um, this is uh, not about champagne, but we're all fine with it. It's about kava. Uh, true colors kava. Colors with a U. Um, because it comes... Hey, oh, hey, Mike. Dan, how do you feel about kava? <sighs> tire fire. <laughs> Tastes like a fucking tire fire. <laughs> one of my favorite things about dan is his intense hatred of kava it just seems so random and i love it (laughs) do you think it would do you think you could taste the difference between like when you put it up your butt would would kava versus (laughs) champagne make a difference rectally (laughs) listen to the patreon segment to find out in the patreon segment i will not be putting kava in my ass i will be putting a lovely local chateau saint michel sparkling wine in my ass Wow. Wow. That's because it <laughs> was the last sp- thing left in my gonna, fridge from a party. <laughs> are you going to drink it after? Never mind. Don't tell me. Listen to the Patreon segment to find out if if anyone drinks Dan's butt juice. Okay. Or better um, yet, watch the video because I'm taking the camera into the bathroom with me. I don't. I, okay, well, well, I have thoughts about. I might. We might. <laughs> TBD. It will be only from <laughs> here up. Okay. Yeah, it's YouTube, you know. I, I can't. I mean, it's not. I, well, it is, but it's, yeah, okay. Anyway, okay, we're back to my thing. <laughs> we can all talk about Dan's butt later. Yes. Uh, True Colors Kava. It is uh, a rainbow, like, like just plastered in rainbow bottle of Kava. Have you, when I saw a picture of it, I recognized it. Have you seen, like, this just rainbowed out bottle of of kava have you seen that oh probably if you, uh, i can't picture it in my head right now but pull up I, a picture it, it, we're not together so i can't okay let me okay uh uh what's it called again true colors with the u the british way yes absolutely have seen this before yes very pretty i kind of want one yeah 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 um i'll put, I'll put it up dan's butt <laughs> oh that's how i'm gonna open <laughs> bottles of wine from now on <laughs> Um, just to be clear, I also have a severe irrational fear of people opening champagne bottles around me because one, one, one I was carrying, the cork just shot out like <gasps> unprovoked and grazed my face. That's scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Point it away from you, everybody. Always point champagne bottles away from my ass when you're opening them is what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> Unless it's consensual. Um, yeah. Okay. This true colors. <laughs> uh, uh, on there, uh, I, I wanted to read more about it because, like, this is the closest I could find to. There was like a, a dude that wanted to create a champagne that donated, uh, was like eco friendly and donated to LGBT causes and was trying to raise like half a million or something on Kickstarter and raise like $5,000. And it's like, oh no, that didn't work. So, this is the, the gayest bottle of like champagne esque thing I could find. Um, uh, so I read on their website, Altia Sweden is the creator of True Colors Kava. They recognized the growing consumer interest in the product that supports social issues. At this point, I was like, oh, like, that's cool. Some, you know, non-binary person called Altia Sweden is creating this. And no, that's the name of a company. Is what they, they used <laughs> they, uh, pronouns to refer to the company. Um, so uh, it was originally started in, in Europe and then has expanded to the U S but they do donate money from their sales to LGBT 
uh, nonprofits depends on the area that it's in, which one they give to. In Europe, they give five kroner per bottle sold to. Okay. Um, to, to, <laughs> you can do it, Kyle. I believe in you. <laughs> to Reagan Boston Fund and great, probably uh, Rainbow Foundation in in English. Five kroner, because you're probably wondering, is uh, about fifty. Is fifty five cents U.S. in U.S. dollars? Okay. So uh, I was like, that seems low. But I also don't know how much, how, how many kroners it costs to buy a bottle of like wine just in general. So I, tr- I like tried to find a lot of information. The average uh, in Oslo, in Norway, um, uh, the a bottle of red table wine is on average 171 kroner, according to one website, which is about 19 US dollars. Uh, a rando blog said the average cost of champagne, though, is 48 US dollars. So like... No, it it is not that it is just like this seems like a very small amount of money to me is what I'm getting at. Um yeah, yeah, uh yeah. in the US, uh when they started selling in the US sites I I saw that that sell this uh, world market is a, is a big one that that sells these um and they donate 50 cents of every bottle to Glad, which like takes a little digging to find that number. That's not on their website. They just say a portion. It goes to Glad, and um, when they originally started selling, they said that uh, in the U.S. they said during the first year they would make a minimum donation of a hundred thousand dollars to Glad. Um, oh. So uh, I don't know what happened after the first year, if that continued or or what have you. But the average price of it in the U.S. is about nineteen dollars, um, and yeah, so fifty cents of that is two point five percent of the the cost that you're paying for i don't know that it's one of those things where it's like that feels low that well, feels like they c- they could charge a few bucks more if they wanted to and donate like i would pay 21 dollars and they could donate 250 or something but um i don't know like what the profit margins are like or all that shit i like stopped short of that again because i had to do other things with my life like watch scandal so um i stopped there I mean, you're in marketing a portion of the proceeds dot 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 is fucking marketing gold and one one millionth is a portion right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that's that yeah 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 why not why wouldn't you yeah, a, a portion of people's Patreon donations have gone to support nonprofits because at some point we have supported nonprofits. So, yep. yeah, we do it yep. too. Yep. We, we will donate 50 cents to the Trevor Project. A portion of Patreon has, has gone to beer too because, like, you know, sometimes sometimes we're at a bar and we're having a meeting. She goes to official business to supporting the official business of gayish, which promotes and enhances the show for all listeners worldwide. Yep. Yep. Uh, Is the quote I'm adding to her website. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it, I I also tried to figure out like, what are their total sale? I, I, again, like I I didn't, it's one of those things that it's like, I, I would just rather, I want people to know that to like, if you're going to buy champagne anyway, I don't know, maybe cool. Like buy that a little bit feels like that 50 cents is small enough that are they just like using the rainbow to make money? I mean, they are cause they're a business and that's what businesses number one goal is to make money for themselves. So like, yes, they are. Is that, it feels a little bit like rainbow capitalism. And especially after that, 
the queer rocket song about the HRC and complaining about like yeah. where yeah. our pink dollars are going to. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, I, I had these waves of like, Oh fuck them. They're just using us. That's so little money to like, I, I mean, I guess it's better than no champagne giving no money. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mike, what do you think? I think I like the rainbow bottle. It's pretty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. that's what they're banking on <laughs> how superficial homosexuals are <laughs> yeah yep and and i mean I, I i think it's obvious pink dollars pink capitalism and like i i think i'm okay with that mm. i don't know mm. i don't uh, i guess i don't feel used like i'm gonna buy i'm gonna buy and drink champagne anyway so like mm. why not that one yeah it's only good when you feel used <laughs> why not that one mike because it's fucking kava that's why <laughs> okay well, all, right, all, right, all right uh yeah yeah i guess yeah do what you want <laughs> but like also don't think that you're like it, it was there's some quote i forget if it was on their site or just like a press release or something that was like for people that don't call themselves activists like, and it's like if you, then, you know if, like if you want to make the minimum effort yeah sure buy this i don't know do not buy two bottles of that shit and call yourself an activist too. <laughs> like it's not okay i could see like a suburban mom that's like their kid you know comes out to them and she's like look i support the gays look at the bottle of wine i have i'm so yeah. i'm so progressive let's get trashed and have some percocet or whatever yep um <laughs> okay i think i'm done i'm just i don't know i still feel so weird about that and the um the, the organization that i pronounced very well reagan boston fund and the rainbow foundation it's like a, a lot of what they do gives then gives money to other lgbt nonprofits, so it feels oh. like they could just directly give to it it could like just be a money sp- laundering operation well, <laughs> no i don't see our episode about laundering I, it's it's apparently run by volunteers which is a good like keeps overhead low but there's administrative i don't know again like i started going down this thing of like is this like is this organization the right one to be giving to? And like, uh, then like it was in, you know, languages I don't understand. And the translation on Google was like, made it sound very weird. And you know, this like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just, I'm telling you information that you can decide what you want to do with. If you're in Norway and know about the, <laughs> you, how would you look that up based on what I just described? Cause how would you know what the name is? Cause I Regan Boggs fund. And, I don't know. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm done. I think I'm done. I don't, I just I feel so weird about it and I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Mike go. You did great. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, well, I, I rather briefly want to talk to you about Miller High Life, which is known as the <laughs> Champagne oh. of Beers. <laughs> and, Perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Miller High Life was introduced in 1903. <laughs> the history of Miller High Life. Great. Okay. But um, so, Did you so say when? Sorry, I was. When? Was okay. So. As a tie-in, almost certainly for marketing, it was launched on New Year's Eve, oh. 1903. 1903. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a long a, a long ass time ago. But here's here's the thing. So 
And initially, when it was released in bottles, the bottles had even had like foil covering on the top, like a bottle uh, of champagne does. Like they were going full champagne with yeah. the packaging and 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 marketing of of this stuff. It, the the glass was clear to show off the beer's purity and and establish it as a high end brand um which it was more expensive than other brands back in the day which is is interesting like like a lot of luxury stuff just like build a brand for it and charge more and mm-hmm. you'll get away with it or whatever yeah um but uh but but yeah so they they launched it on new year's eve and had this like champagne look but uh what i was always told or believed was that the the high life girl, which uh, the modern incarnation is, she is sitting on the moon drinking beer, uh, okay. and um, that that was the whole shtick was to get women to drink beer. That's that's I forget where that entered my brain, but somebody for sure said that to me. Whether they knew what they were talking about or not mm-hmm. is a different question. The but, logo um, of that, that's like. Yeah, the reason like mud flaps on trucks have a picture of some like some woman is to get women into trucks. Like that doesn't make like women aren't buying things because like oh this cool ladies drinking on a, on the moon. That that's absolutely true. Although looking back through the different incarnations of the high life girl, she was was rarely like sexualized. She was uh. like always wearing a big fancy hat and she's got this fancy dress on and like nice boots. She she's like fancy she's not sexy at least that's my read of it who knows like things might have have like been different because like you can see her knees in a couple of pictures so i'm sure that was like (laughs) fucking scandalous or whatever um but uh i can't find any like official uh, history of it or or notice of it the the coors brewing company which owns miller and miller high life uh doesn't mention it in any of their materials about the the branding of, of miller high life but um i do think it's interesting that beer is such a gendered beverage now mm. and i assumed that it was a gendered beverage then and just the idea that like yeah we'll put it we'll put a fancy lady on the bottle call it champagne put a foil wrapper on the top and maybe ladies will drink it but yeah. all of that just seems to make sense to me as something that somebody would try yeah 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 the, trying to yeah trying to market beer to women in a way that's like <laughs> a little bit uh offensive and it's like y'all love pretty things look this is shiny and look there's a there's even a girl right there she loves this shit you do too yeah absolutely do it drink it you'll you'll love it it's It's great women can basically drink any beer that men can drink actually (laughs) (laughs) fyi (laughs) most beers are also consumable by women Initially, it was the champagne of bottled beers, and a lot of that was to uh, bottled beer was relatively new. Like usually, hmm. you would go and buy it at the at the bar, and you would if you wanted to take it home, you would put it in a big in a big jug and take it with you. You you couldn't buy like individually bottled beers. Um, wow, and uh, y- yeah, then that they dropped the bottle part, and it was just the champagne of beer, <laughs> and. Uh, they took her name or they took the lady off of the bottle, I guess in, um, let's see. Oh, I don't see when they took the girl in the moon off of Miller high life bottles and cans for a while, but she was brought back in 1998 and has been there ever since. And so I, 
maybe all of this is just because I was in college then. I was drinking shitty pissy beer because mm-hmm. I was in a fraternity in 1998. And like, so this lady starts appearing on Miller High Life, one of the shitty pissy beers that we were drinking. <laughs> and so ca- conversation comes up of like, why is this bitch on here? And like, I, I can imagine the just like, well, it's so ladies will drink it being the like the bullshit that we came up with. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the champagne of beers is i think it's genius i think it's i think it's a genius marketing campaign slogan idea and uh i'm i'm all about it we let's let's uh steal it for let's change our tagline to gayish the champagne of podcasts exactly exactly what could go wrong what does I mean, that mean you decide <laughs> yeah i mean they would probably turn us off in france because of the like mm. we're just a sparkling podcast or whatever <laughs> and, uh, we are a sparkling podcast but no? they don't listen to us in france anyway so it's fine that's true uh and now for my f- french targeted bit uh <laughs> oh but they loved my french cow choke they did that they really did. appealed to our French listeners. I'm sure. I'm sure we will be number one or two. Yep. in France real they, soon. They laughed. They were like la ha ha la ha. Or would it be la ha? They don't pronounce their H's. Ah ah ah. Okay, <laughs> that's it. I'm ready to be done. Are you ready to be done? Um, yeah. Do we talk? We. I don't like it. I think it's gross. We're talking about this because it's New Year's. It's kind of gay. Uh, yeah, I think we kind of covered it, right? I think we actually talked about the topic quite a bit more than average. Really? I don't, I think we mostly talk about the topic, usually. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great, you agree, that's fine. Okay, yeah, we did. We talked about a lot of gay champagne shit. Um, yeah. Now go to our Spotify and listen to the playlist. Yeah, I'll add my weird songs to it too. Yeah, that that might be on you because I don't know what necessarily what you were doing most of the some of the time. Okay, yeah, uh, we did it. Great. Should we take a break? Let's take a champagne break. Let's take a break. Pop. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. We're back. Uh, we everyone survived Dan's Patreon segment so far. <laughs> We'll so see. far uh we're gonna do our gayest and straightest <laughs> we're gonna do our gayest and straightest but first our website is gayishpodcast.com we are on instagram twitter youtube facebook and we have a facebook group and we have a discord uh most of it is at gayish podcast or if you want to join our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash gayish podcast our hotline you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH that's 585-542-9474 standard rates apply our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our post office box is 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109, uh, which we got some stuff in it. Ooh, we got, we got stuffed? We got stuffed. We got our stockings stuffed. So uh, we got first is a card. It, it and says, I'm not there, so I hope it's bad stuff or it's stuff that makes it to when I get there. Dear Mike, Kyle, and fucking Dan, thank you for making my day a little brighter with your podcasts, gayish, and have a nice gay. I'm truly grateful to be able to listen and enjoy the laughter with y'all. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. May your holidays be filled with love, joy, and blessings. Keep the great content coming, spelled the right way. <laughs> uh, love, young Nicholas. 
Yeah, Nicholas, thank you. Thank you. Hopefully, we'll see you in New Orleans in the summer, and you can join us on the hunt for Big Frida. <laughs> <laughs> or Big uh, something, at least. You're right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if so Young Nicholas is there, you don't have to go far to find a big something. <laughs> Great. Uh, another card. Most wonderful time of the year. Happy holidays and happy new year. Love ya. CN Javi, Dexter, and Diddy. Aww. Aww. Thanks, Ian and Javi and Dexter and Diddy. Thanks, Ian and Javi. Okay, this one. That's a big-ass box. Ooh, package. Uh, hey, it's me, the dingus who signed up for your Patreon so I could tell you to talk about coffee the week you did your coffee episode. <laughs> well, here's coffee. Anyways, if you don't have a grinder, maybe fucking Dan can grind it. I remember him saying he makes espresso, so he probably has a grinder. And yes, I pronounced it the way it was spelled. <laughs> From Proxy Coffee Company. Also, a lot of coffee gets consumed at the studio each week. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. If Mike doesn't have a pot going, someone starts one as soon as they arrive, Mm -hmm. I think. Yep, Yep. absolutely true. Uh, And then last but not least, this one says, Ye Old Gayish Crew. Uh, This one is Chili Jam. Ooh. Oh, wow. Is it like... It look, that is not something they bought at the store. That looks no, like no, no. It's, 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 home, like, it's home. It's homemade. It's in a. Oh, wow. It's in a, in a yeah. jar. Wow. This is a jar of salt. Uh, fleur de sel de Grande. Mm, fleur de sel. I fucking love hot, spicy jelly or jam. I think it's oh. fucking incredible on a cracker. It's amazing. It's like one of my favorite things. I don't yeah. know that I've ever had spicy jam. Yeah, it's real good. Now you do. You have a whole jam. jam. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Thank you for gifts and Merry Christmas to us all. Thank you, everybody. And and thanks to Proxy Coffee Company for being our unofficial sponsor. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Do you want to do our gayest and straightest? Yeah. Oh, wait. Before we do that. Oh, okay. Army of Karens. You have one more chance. If you want to join the Army of Karens and learn how to play World of Warcraft, you absolutely can. We had fun last week, and we're going to do it one more time. So on Monday... January the 3rd, if you want to join the Army of Karens, make a new female horde character on the Thunderlord server, name her some variation of spelling for Karen, and you can join the Army of Karens. It's going to be amazing. Speaking of Karen, yeah, you can Karen for us. You can care. Karen for us means rating us on Spotify. Spotify just added a new feature for rating. So if you go to uh, the podcast and like scroll up where the like logo is and the description and stuff, there should be a rating thing. You can't write a review. You can just, so it's super easy. You just click the little thing. And I mean, rate us whatever you think is best. Whatever you want to do is is great. Um, thank you for those who rated. Uh, I posted on the Facebook group and and people jumped to it. I really appreciate that. Um, it was nice to see the number low and then get higher. So that's always good. So thank yeah. you all. Yeah. Apparently one of the first eight people fucking hates us. So. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they were like quick to like, oh, ratings? I know what I need to do. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Um, but anyway, thank you for everyone who rates us. Uh, log in your Spotify account and super quick rate us. Thank you. Do it. 
And while you're there, you can check out our playlists. And uh, we just added a bunch of stuff from this episode. And it's over 14 and a half hours of music that you can listen to that's all over the fucking map. Yeah, it's mostly some, of, some of it's good. And it's for me and others is Mike's. Um, yeah. So 14 hours of Britney Spears and one, <laughs> one and a half hours of uh, rock. And yeah. And now like 30 minutes of songs about champagne. Um... I'll go gayest straightest. All right, do it. My gayest is I bought a body wash. I finally finished the um, body wash that I bought because my now ex-boyfriend liked it and his brand. So I'm through all of his. So I got to get my own, like my decision on what to get. So for this body wash, I I got a uh, coffee coconut body wash so it's very gay i was like "Mm, i'm gonna like sometimes i want to treat myself uh the straightest is i also bought a generic just i don't even know what it would you know like dove or or pro or what you know i don't know some basic name with a a p in two syllables um so that when i didn't need to treat myself and just wanted to like fucking wash myself then i could so (laughs) my two my my two body washes are my gayest and straightest so are you gonna smell delicious the next time Ye- i see you yes right. delicious sir all right all right <laughs> what about you uh yeah so um my straightest of the week is picking you up from the airport <gasps> i i i like there was a snowstorm in seattle but like a legit snowstorm in seattle yeah and it was fucking ass cold and i i picked you up at the airport in the jeep i was secretly so excited to just mm-hmm. put the jeep into four-wheel drive mm-hmm. and drive 35 miles an hour all the way to the airport it was amazing yeah i apparently was very lucky to like my flight even got in everyone's flight was canceled there was like no one on the streets because it was so uh, very lucky that you have a jeep and were willing to pick me up and drive me around in the snow because there's no one out because yeah. or they were crashing into trees or what have you well yeah you, okay. you you said you said you said it when we were on the freeway you're like there are no other cars <laughs> it's a weird feeling looking around and being like when no one else is there and you're the only ones you're like oh i'm doing something wrong this isn't <laughs> this isn't supposed to be we're not supposed to be here it's also not that big a deal like a, a snowstorm in seattle is like nothing back home so yeah. anyway uh the the gayest thing about me is real sad but i think it's worth talking about i spent christmas day alone and i think that that's a reality for a lot of people who are queer and um i i i had the option to not spend it alone i suppose but there was a covet exposure and i couldn't get a test and like i didn't think it was safe so pandemic reasons but like yeah, multiple times that day, I was just like, this is like, for a lot of people, this is every Christmas. And yeah. like, so it was it was an interesting experience to go through that and sort of like, I don't know. Yeah. Actually experience it. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah. Good. Better. It's good to see you. Yeah. You too. Oh, a listener's gayest and straightest. I posted on Facebook this week to see if anybody was interested yeah, you have and... to join all of our socials because we ask uh, most weeks. I say we ask for gayest and straightest from people so that we can reach her. So you have to be on, so you know where we post it. 
Lindsay Ray Barnes. I'm a female person, so gayest. Dan Levy was my style inspiration for my Christmas party outfit. <laughs> I can picture that too. I love that. <laughs> uh, straightest. Spent the day barefoot in the kitchen most of the day Christmas Eve making my family dinner. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you. I, I, did you also draw on thick, dark eyebrows? Because that's part of the look, I think. I think that's part of it. It's just like a shapeless black sweater, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking like white and black stripes or something, but not where you'd expect them. I don't know. Um, that's it. Well, that's it. Uh, thank you to champagne. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you to straight people who sing about champagne a whole bunch. Um, thank you to Dom Perignon for not inventing champagne. Yeah, good, good job. Um, t- the better thing than inventing thing is just getting credit for inventing a thing. That's so uh, much easier. It's so yeah. much less work. I highly yeah. recommend it. It's, tr- it's called capitalism. <laughs> it's <laughs> wow taken down america right at the end of the app <laughs> squeeze that in everybody okay also i want to thank the following people who pay, pay us money <laughs> i think that's a little bit i don't know i don't know keep doing that please uh josh copeland forrest nail patrick martin anonymous mark walcott james barrow explosive lasagna christopher Frail, jamie Pugh, kevin henderson tipsy mcstumbles donald linsky uh, thomas b dusty sands a coleman chris Catchatorian, jerome york and CNN Javi, thank you to those super gap bridgers. Um, and thank you to we um, before we preemptively talked about the Secret Santa, but we actually did Secret Santa and that was really fun. So thank you to all those who participated. Um, that was an awesome, cool, fun time and we'll get together that's like, you know, having listeners just kind of plan that is is very cool that they have created you know a community and events and, and all this shit within this. So that's that was that was awesome. And I, I got love- a cum cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> you got a perfect gift for you i got cute little fake plants which is i need in my place so thank you and i got i got a board game which is perfect yeah um yeah, yeah. well that is it this has been gayish from the chris catchatorian studios i'm mike johnson i'm kyle Getz. till next week be butch be fabulous be you drink that champagne drink it Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) Put it up your butt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We didn't check in. Dan, how are you? (laughs) Disappointed. I mean, I feel like I'm being a little more animated, so maybe I'm a tiny bit like Mm. mild buzz, but like, I I don't know. It's a... champagne and this is our new year's episode so you being ending with disappointment is kind of <laughs> i don't know maybe a little drunk and kind of disappointed that's pretty pretty fitting oh, yeah, <laughs> <New year's. laughs>